guys. Welcome back to Life's Hauntings Podcast. Hello. Oh, disclaimer. This podcast will contain adult language, so if you don't want to hear it, just don't hear it. There's other podcasts out there for you to listen to. <laughs> nice and fluffy ones. Yeah, ones that won't contain, you know, terrible things. Yeah. And also, disclaimer, this isn't going to be the perfect podcast, but we'll never be perfect. So. Never. So, hopefully you guys don't expect that. Um, but yeah, we had some good views on our last video, for our first video. We did, yes. Yeah, so I'm really glad. And I actually, like, I found out one of my sister's... Um, listen to it. Um, one that I didn't know even listened to podcasts or listened to true crime podcasts. <laughs> and so, but she, she's a nurse. And so sometimes she has to listen to podcasts. Yeah. And, or even when she's like list, taking care of her baby, like, but she's like, yeah, I listened to it. I was like, was it good? Like, what'd you think? She's like, yeah, it was good. I was like, anything we can fix? No. I'm like, okay, well. <laughs> she's just being nice. I know. I was like, you're just being you're way like, too Give nice. it to me straight, woman. Well, you know my sisters. Like, yeah. sometimes they're just way too nice. <laughs> so. Aren't they all? Uh, not your uh, sister. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. Oh, that's another story for another time. No, I'm just kidding. If she's listening to this, I'm not going to say names because I don't know if they, people want to be named, but <laughs> I'm just kidding. So. It's okay. What's, what's this topic? What's... So, this we week is Paranormal. Ooh. Oh, so, yes. Yes, I remember now. Yeah, okay. we talked about that last week. It, this one's in Utah, too. Yes, it is in Utah. <gasps> Exciting. Um, so, should we just go ahead and jump in? Yeah, go All for right. it. So, have you ever heard of Skinwalker Ranch? No, I haven't. Awesome. So, <gasps> Skinwalker Ranch is located in Utah. We'll kind of get into where it is and the story behind it. Okay. But first... Do you know what a skinwalker is? No. What is that? So, a skinwalker, um, the Navajo call it the... I'm going to butcher this. <laughs> it, they call it Yinadushi. I'm so terrible at that. But anywho, but it translates to with it goes on all fours. So, it's from like Navajo and like Indian culture okay. and beliefs. But a skinwalker is believed to be a medicine man or which who has attained the highest level priesthood in the tribe, but chooses to use their power for evil. Oh, uh, yeah, for evil by taking the form of an animal to inflict pain and suffering in others. Oh shit. Yep. So okay. it is believed to it is believed that to become a skinwalker is required to do the most evil of deeds, the killing of a close family member. Could you do that? Uh, no. <laughs> I couldn't either. I, I was feel like, like I want to. I know, there's times where you're just like, I just wish they, I could just kill them. Ah! But I could never do it. Yeah, no way. Especially just to, like, attain high power. Nah. Uh, I'm good. Uh, I mean, no, no definitely. <laughs> I, I couldn't do it. <clears throat> no, 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 not at all. <laughs> but yeah, so supposedly by killing a close family member, you can become a skinwalker. Okay. Um, so once that's done, they will acquire immense supernatural powers, including the ability to take form of, oh wait, sorry, the ability to transform into an animal and even other people. The animals they typically take form of is a coyote, owl, fox, wolf, or crow. Okay. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Skinwalkers walk freely among the tribe. Um, according to the Navajo, skinwalkers are seldom, uh, caught, so not... They are, they're very hard to catch. Okay. Um, at first when I read that, like, seldom 
caught, I was like, oh, that means that they're caught very easily. <laughs> and then when I was typing this up, because I read it and then I was typing it up, I was like, oh, wait, no, that means barely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's kind of scary. Shows, shows how smart I am. But yeah, it is kind of scary that they're not very yeah. caught, but they're not also, like, I don't think... It's like something, prevalent. Yeah, yeah, I like. I don't think you're gonna walk down the street of Ogden and <laughs> see a coyote or a skinwalker. You know. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> so, but anywho, so they're seldom caught, but um, to those that tr- do track one down and le- learn of their true identity, they must pronounce the name of the evil one's name in full. And after doing so, the skinwalker will get sick or will die for the wrongdoings they inflicted against others. Which is a good thing. Okay. It's kind of like, uh, you know, in the... Have you have you ever watched The Conjuring? Yes, of So course. you know when they, apparently, if you speak the true name oh, like of the demon... like Valak, it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can banish it, so to speak. Yeah. So is it kind of like the same thing? Yeah. So, okay. yeah, which this is going to go off topic again. <laughs> uh, speaking of the conjuring, with the conjuring 2 with Valak, when she's having that dream um, at the beginning and she's like carving oh, into, yeah. into if the you Bible. Lo- if you look at all the letters she does, it spells out the name of the demon. Oh, does it? Yeah. Doesn't she figure that out though? Well, yeah, but it doesn't like say in the movie like, oh, in this dream I wrote down these things and... Oh, yeah, because she just really... looks through it and she's like, oh, shit. Yeah, like, so I, but when it reveals the name of the demon at the end of the movie, I remember, because we went and saw it in theaters, and I was like, oh my gosh, I think they did this. I even looked it up, and I was right, I was like, yes, I'm so smart sometimes. <laughs> I love it. But yeah. So yeah, if you speak their name, they'll they'll get sick or die. Okay, gotcha. Um, Some, let's see. Oh, I just totally skipped through. My bad. Alright, so the Navajo firmly believe in skinwalkers, but they refuse to talk about it publicly for fear of retribution. Which kind of reminds me of Harry Potter. Like, <laughs> you don't say Voldemort's name. It's he who, he must, who must not be named. Yeah. So, yeah. They, they don't talk about it whatsoever. Okay. They don't, they don't want to pay the cost for talking about it. Okay. <clears throat> but yeah, they strongly, like I said, is strongly be- they strongly believe in them. Okay. So, um, this is, um, let's see. Oh my gosh, I am reading this wrong. Okay. <laughs> um, those that have talked about their encounters with these evil beings describe a number of ways in which a skinwalker will try to inflict harm. Some describe hearing knockings on the on their windows, banging on walls. Um, an animal-like figure peering through the window, stalking them. Oof. So that's kind of the, what goes on with okay. them. Okay. So that's a little bit about what a skinwalker is. Okay. So now we're going to get into about the skinwalker ranch. ranch. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, so skinwalker ranch, which is also sometimes called Sherman's Ranch, is located south of Fort Duchesne, Utah, near the city of Ballard in Uinta Basin. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And so I think I have an idea. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. I can't think of the map of Utah. But I was talking about it to my brother-in-law the other day about how I was going to do this topic. And he's like, oh, yeah, I've been to your ranch nearby it, but I, you can't go in there. And I'll discuss yeah. that later. But, yeah, you're not allowed on Skinwalker Ranch. Ooh. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but anyway, so, yeah, that's where it's located. 
Surrounding the la land is the Ute Indian Reserve. Utes won't enter the area of the Skinwalker Ranch because of the belief that it is fertile territory for skinwalkers. Mm. So like I mentioned before, like, it's not just Navajo, it's also, like, other Indians and, and other Indian tribes tribes that do believe in the skinwalker. Okay. So, <clears throat> so their reserve, they refuse to go anywhere near it. Um, let's see. Starting at the beginning of the 1950s, the ranch, it, ranch's area has been referred to as UFO Alley. So, uh -huh. numerous anomalies, events, and strange activities have happened in that area of Skinwalker Ranch. To the loco locals, is a hotbed of UFO activities. And at the end of this, I'm going to discuss, like, all the different entities that are common to be seen there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, the story really begins with Terry and Gwen Sherman and their children. Um, they're also known as the Gormans, so if you hear the story, you'll hear Shermans or Gormans. Okay. Either or. But we're going to go by the Shermans. Okay. So they moved onto the land. It was a hundred, or not a hundred. <laughs> I'm struggling today. Uh, it's 480 acres of land. So they were high-end breeders of Angus cattle. Oh, yeah, so, which, when I was doing this, I was like, mmm, some Angus steak sounds really good. Uh, so good. <laughs> but anywho, when they bought the property, there was a strange request or clause in the real estate contract stating no digging in the land without prior warning to the previous owners. Who were the previous owners? <clears throat> uh, I didn't really say their names. Okay. Or I, I missed out on the names. Okay. But they hadn't been living there for oh, quite some time. But it said that clause in the real estate. Okay. But it doesn't say anything about them questioning that. I didn't see any videos or reports of them saying, that's questionable. They just mentioned, oh, there was a clause. That's strange. <clears throat> yeah, so I was like, so it was kind of like they were like, hmm, okay. When was, when was this? Um, they moved in. Oh, my goodness. I thought I wrote down here. I have the website pulled up. Let's see. Who who doesn't question that either? Like right, hello. it was in the nineties. Yes. I know that's when it happened. Okay, yeah, just... definitely. Then I'm gonna I'm Let's gonna sit on this see. land, but I'm not gonna question. Nineteen ninety four is when okay. they when they moved in. Oh jeez. Okay. Mm hmm. That's quite. That's very recent. <laughs> yeah. So, like I said, like they just didn't question it. They're like, okay. Wow. Yeah. Shows Utah um, people. I mean. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, so when they moved in, there were also deadbolts on the doors and windows, inside and out. Oh. Yeah. And they also noticed that there were large chains and stakes outside that looked like they <gasps> may have been used for the purpose of restraining a heavy and large Ooh. dog or animal. <sighs> so they, they... What the heck? Like, so they <laughs> believe that they kind of, like, put their dogs on there to kind of protect the land. Are you kidding? <laughs> but, yeah, they... That's so. Like, I don't know. It's suspicious looking. But I would think that if I was going to buy 480 acres of land, I would go and look at the house and everything, and I would question like, why is there deadbolts and everything? But it's like they moved in and they were like, oh, there's all this stuff. Okay, cool. Cool. Oh, all right. <laughs> like it was just like it just seems like so nonchalant. Like oh okay, gosh. whatever. Um, but yeah. So little did they know that um, while living there, they would experience 
multiple cattle mutilations, hearing voices calling from nowhere, inanimate objects being moved, UFOs, and seeing strange animals. Wonderful. The whole shebang. So one of the early incidents that happened dealt with the wolf. Some reports say it was the day that they moved in. Some say it was a couple days. So very early. Okay. Um, But they saw this wolf and they're like, oh, cool, a wolf. But then it started attacking one of its ca- their cattle. It does? Yeah, it, it, oh. it started attacking one of their cattle. So Mr. Sherman, you know, took out his uh, 357 Magnum and shot the wolf multiple times. Okay. And nothing happened. The wolf didn't <gasps> react to the gunshots. What the heck? And seen, appeared to be unharmed and continued to attack the cattle. With the last shot, a chunk of flesh came off of its chest and it just, you know, ran off and vanished. Like, nothing. It was just like, okay. But, and when they went to the flesh to check it out, they said it, like, it was just, was foul smelling. Just terrible. That's how you know. Yeah. You know, like, they have, like, the signs of knowing whether, I don't know, possession or stuff like that. It's, like, a really foul smell. Yeah. There we go. Well, and plus, like, they said, like, he was shooting the wolf, and... And, like, nothing, nothing. was happening? Yeah. Ooh. It just wasn't reacting. What the it heck? It just kept attacking the cattle. That's just... Mm-mm. Yeah. Super weird. Yeah. Um, so a few weeks later, Miss Mrs. Sherman encountered the wolf again while in her car. However, the wolf wasn't alone. It was accompanied by a dog-like creature that she couldn't identify. Oh. Yeah, and she said, it says, growing concern, she decided to go to the local tribe office to see what could be done with the wolves on their property. Okay. And so, um, but she was met with blank stares and silences by the, the, the Ute tribe and the, and their government, not government, but their office. Yeah. Um, they said to her that no one owned wolves in the area and that no wolves had been seen in the region since the last... Last wolf was shot in 1929. Holy. So. I mean, that's a long time. Like, 70-ish years later? Yeah. So. Really, yeah. Huh. Like, that's really. Curious. Well, and this is the thing I question, or, like, think, too, is, you know, if that skinwalker's on there and they take the form of the wolves and everything, like, I'm guessing they just, like it says, like, they really did not have anything to do with that area. And that's why they didn't see any wolves, because they're like, nope. Hands off. <laughs> we out. Yeah, like, <laughs> we're not, you know. <laughs> so, they were like, uh, have fun, bitch. We, we're we going to stay here. <laughs> right? Like, have fun. Like, peace out. I couldn't deal with this shit. <laughs> For real. If this was happening, I'd be like, okay, bitch, we're moving. <laughs> And they stayed there for a while, and I'll, you know, and I'll tell you how long, but going back to some of the instances that I said that happened, so I okay. said that there was a lot of cattle mutilation. Okay. So the whole time the Shermans uh, lived there, they lost 20% of their herd to to cattle mutilation. Holy, that's a lot. Yeah, well, and you, like I said, they're high-end breeders. Yeah. So you got to think that they probably had a good amount. Mm-hmm. And even if it, they didn't have a good amount, like, 20% is still a lot. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> heck. Um, and cattle aren't cheap either. Yeah. Because when I worked at um, a credit union, people would come in, because I'm in Ogden, so people 
you know, they're all, they're all the cowboys and all the people that have ranches and everything are in that area because uh-huh. you have all the land there near, I can't think of any of the cities nearby, but um, when they would sell their cattle, they would come in with checks and they were a good amount of checks. Dang. And I mean, so... I, I, well, it's just sense. livestock. Yeah. Li- livestock is going to obviously be a lot of money. Yeah, especially since it's so scarce these days. Oh, yeah. Anywho, so yeah, they lost 20% of their herd to cattle mutilation. Mr. Sherman reported that with some of the cattle, um, they were found with no trauma, but there was a hole in their left eye. What the heck? Yeah, just wait. So he decided to take a wire ah. and stick it through the hole in their eyeball. Why? Hold on. <laughs> Why would you think of doing that? Because he, like, he just saw a hole. Like yeah, a, but... A, a hole, and so he was just, you know... I don't know. Maybe he just got curious. I don't know. But Why? I guess he, he did that, um, and... Then the cow's gonna die. Yeah. Well, it was already dead, but... But, but he the wire wouldn't stop until he got to the area of the brain. Okay. But however, where the brain would have been, there was nothing there. And it felt like the skull was hollowed out. So the the cow had no brain. Yeah. So it was like the eye, they drilled a hole in its <gasps> eye and sucked out the what, brain. What, what? Ooh, that's gross. Yeah. It's, that's so strange. Right? It's, uh, well, like I said, it's not just skinwalkers that they've experienced. Yeah. It's... Also other stuff, but okay. still weird. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, there would be over an overwhelming chemical smell around the dead cattle as well. There were times where he would follow the um, cattle's footprints, um, and when he'd follow, they would just disappear eventually. And he would follow... The cows are being abducted. <laughs> well, yeah, so, yeah, he would follow the cattle's footprints, because, you know, he would see them you know, going away from the ranch. So he'd follow them because he knew, he knows when his cattle are missing. Yeah. Like we established, they're expensive. So if he knows that they're (laughs) gone, he's going to follow it. So, you know, like I said, he would follow it up to a tree and the footprints would just disappear. Huh. They'd just be gone. (laughs) And there was also a time his son found a mutilated cattle within five minutes of its death since he had just seen the cattle alive just a few moments before. So he saw, saw it, and then, like, about five minutes later, saw it again, it was dead. What the heck? I'm sorry, have you ever, have you ever, you probably haven't, but have you played Legend of Zelda? No. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, the cattle- I tried. The cat, it's okay. The cattle being abducted, whoever likes Legend of Zelda, you'll, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Anyway. Yeah, I have Ocarina of Time on my <gasps> That's 3DS. That's what I'm talking about. But I haven't played it all the way. Oh, you need I to. got stuck, and I'm like, mm, well. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Anyway, so, continue. Anywho. So yeah, so he found it, um- Five minutes within its death or whatever. Um, when he approached the cattle, its rectum... <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you laugh? <laughs> I'm a child sometimes. <laughs> rectum. Okay, continue. Its rectum had been cored out with a six-inch wide hole and was six or eight inches deep. What the heck? That's a huge ass what? Okay, hole. now I'm really confused. <laughs> its insides were sucked out, but Ugh. there was no blood around the cattle. What the heck? First the brain's getting sucked out, then everything's getting sucked out. What's its, going on? Through its ass. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Oh, no. No, no, I don't like that noise. Let's move on. (laughs) So, that's kind of a little bit about the cattle mutilation. So That's so strange. Next, it seemed like they also had a poltergeist. Oh, wonderful. You know what a poltergeist is. Just an evil, more evil version of a ghost. (laughs) Yep, pretty much. Likes to cause problems. Peeves, like Harry Potter. Oh, I didn't know. So, except for... Sorry, going off topic. Makes me upset that the people that don't read Harry Potter don't know about Peeves. Yeah. Because he's not in the movies. Yeah, he's not. So, I hate when I talk to my husband about <laughs> Peeves, and he's like, who the hell is Peeves? You're, you're like, ah, you scrub. <laughs> yeah, right? I'm like, don't call yourself a Harry Potter fan. <laughs> Wait, what's a... Uh... What's the non-magical? Squib, right? Squib. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, I got it. <laughs> yeah, but they're born into a non-mag... Or they're from a magical family, but they're not magical. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Anywho. <laughs> so, yeah, they also had a poltergeist. Mrs. Sherman would go grocery shopping. When she would come home, she would put the groceries away. She would leave and come back into the kitchen, and the groceries would be packed again on the kitchen table. What the heck? Which, I was like, that's really evil. Like, it kind of, it's a nuisance, but it's not like. That's great. That is perfectly evil. You know how upset people would get when they would walk in after they put everything away? Everything's back out? That woman probably, like, blew a blood vessel in her eye or something. So pissed off. Nice. I like it. (laughs) So, yeah. They would also move and hide items around the house. Yes. Which, you know, that's what a poltergeist does. Yeah, yeah. Um, they would also hear voices speaking in an unrecognized language in a mocking manner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They experienced UFOs as well as strange or- as well as strange orbs. So, according to a 1996 article with Deseret News, um, they have seen three specific types of UFOs repeatedly. A small godlike craft... With a white knight, which I didn't know what that means, but I guess that's kind of like a certain kind of aircraft. Oh, okay. Um, a 40-foot-long object and a huge uh, huge ship the size of several football fields. Interesting. Yeah, so... So they saw a Star Destroyer. Yeah. <laughs> basically, right. basically. We're getting really nerdy in this podcast. I like it. I know. Well, it's that's great. just how we are. Yeah, we're we're very true. nerdy people. Okay. <laughs> so, um, they've seen uh, one of the crafts emit a wavy red ray or light beam as it flies along. They've also seen other airborne lights, some of which emerge from orange circular doorways that seem to appear midair. Huh. Yeah. The Shermans reported saying, um, we've seen the UFOs enough and we know pretty much that the craft looks like and." Yeah, pretty much what the craft looks like, sorry. And I think it's definitely associated with the cattle mutilations. When we see the crafts and then the cattle, we have problems. Also in the article, Mr. Sherman said, For a long time, we wondered what we were seeing, if it was something to do with a top secret project. I don't really, I don't know really what to think about it. One of the flying lights followed Mrs. Sherman's car one time on her way home from work. (laughs) While out, oh, this just, <laughs> my, uh, thing turned off. Oh, jeez. Anyhow, sorry. Um, so I was following her from work one night. So while out in one of the fields one night with his dogs as well, Mr. Sherman heard, um, 
something make or oh my gosh I can't read that's okay my goodness like we said this isn't gonna be perfect yeah exactly <sighs> but anyhow so he heard voices speaking in an unfamiliar language the voices seemed to be 25 feet above him but he couldn't see anything and the dogs were frantic as they barked and growled soon running back oh, to see the house another clue that they say like with if dogs oh, or yeah. animals are getting rowdy or aggressive or you know something like that that there's usually something amiss well sorry i'm going to go off topic again that's fine but it's so true so I honestly think, and we're down in my basement, Yeah, I'm going to tell you this awesome thing. Um, I think my basement is kind of haunted. Do you? Yes. Um, I've had a few people that are very in tune with like spirits and all that. When okay. they come to my house and I come down to the basement, they don't feel good. Huh. They, they feel a little off. But it's not just that. I've had a few instances happen with just me. What do you mean? So, um, <laughs> so there was a time, that, I'll tell all the, these stories really quick, because they're really fast. So, when my husband used to work super late when he worked at Lowe's, uh -huh. he would come in through our garage right here, you know, connected to our basement, obviously, and he would come through there, walk up the stairs, you know, whatever. Okay. And so, one night, I was out in the living room watching Netflix with my white cat, Maximus. Mm -hmm. We're just chilling. And I heard what sounded like a door close and footprint, or not footprints, but footsteps yeah. coming up the, the stairs. And it wasn't just me that looked over, it was Maximus. Like, we both looked over at the same time. So it wasn't like me hearing things. Like, he also was like, ooh. looked at the same time, but there was no, no one there. Ugh. And then 10 minutes later, Len came home. Oh, ooh, nuh uh. I'm not kidding. I would have cried. And then another time, watching Netflix late at night. <laughs> I <laughs> It's Netflix. That's really what's going on. I know. Well, so one time, you know, I was watching Netflix, and Maximus, I heard him. It always deals with Maximus. My poor <laughs> fucking cat. <laughs> I heard him fighting, and he was making noises like how he usually fights with Captain or Cinder or other oh, cats. Okay. So I yelled down. And I was like, Maximus, knock it off. And next I hear Landon in our room saying, you, you need to find Maximus. I said, why? He said, because the other cats are with me. <gasps> what the heck? Yeah. So where was he? Did you find him? Yeah, we found him downstairs and he was not happy. Like, no. his fur was sticking up, tail poofed out. Like, Ooh, he was saw really, something. really agitated. Oh, way to freak me out while we're sitting here. <laughs> right? It was weird. My husband, he doesn't... Believe. He's like, no, there's nothing down there. He hates when I see our basement. <laughs> well, and Harley doesn't ever come down here. She's starting to come down here a little bit more now, but yeah, yeah, she does not like coming down the stairs. Ooh. Well, and then there's been times where you'll see my, um, what's it called right there? Bookshelf. <laughs> <laughs> so my, I have a bookshelf right here with a bunch of Harry Potter stuff, Harry Potter books and my Lord of the Rings books. If you go over there, all those books... And you can even look at it and tell, like, they're all tight together. Yeah, yeah. Um, there have been times where I've come down and my Lord of the Rings books are scattered on the floor. What the heck? Yeah, and I tell my husband and he's like, oh, it's probably one of the cats that knocked it down. But this is the thing. 
None of the pop vinyl figures, because there's pop vinyl figures on there, none of them were knocked down. The but, books on top, because you'll see there's Harry Potter, The Cursed Child, and other books on top, those weren't messed with either. Those weren't knocked down. Just the Lord of the Rings ones. Just the Lord of the Rings ones. Ooh, we got a, we got a ghost fan. We got a ghost <laughs> fan. Yeah, right? <laughs> well, and then, like, there's been other times where I see certain things, like, like scattered across the floor, like, from my shelves, but everything else is in order on uh, the shelves. That is so creepy. I'm sorry. Me. Like, I, my cats have knocked down plenty of other shit. Like, uh-huh. on my dresser, I have all my medicines, which I take, like, nine pills. Legit. That's okay. Nine pills and then two, like, gummy vitamins. <laughs> That's fine. This is America. But, yeah. People I, usually take an average, like, 20. So. Yeah. So, I'm halfway good. there. Yeah. <laughs> but no, but my cats will always, like, when they walk up there... They'll knock down multiple bottles, like, onto the ground, on the dresser. Like, so I know you how You have they, evidence. <laughs> I know how they knock things down. Like, Ooh. and they've knocked down stuff other places. And you can That's tell. That's creepy. But with here, it's just, yeah. It's really weird. Um, I'm going to share a little experience. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, so I used to work, when I was, like, 16, I used to work at a junior high. Oh, but, I remember this. Yeah. I, I didn't. I don't know how old it was, but it was old enough to have a shooting range in the basement. What? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, and so if you went down there, you could find, like, little shell casings of, like, 22s and stuff like that. Ooh. It was... Cr- yeah. So, there was one night, um, I was in the, the far north side of the building, and it... We, we, we stayed at usually about, like, 6 or 7. Yeah. Um, this was, like, about 6.30, so it was pretty late. And it was in the wintertime, so it was really dark. And usually, to do just a quick job, because, you know, I'm 16, I don't want to work. Um, I <laughs> just open the door, leave the cord out in the hallway, and just do a really quick job in the classroom. I don't even turn the lights on. Yeah. So, I was doing that at one point. Uh-huh. I go into the classroom, and I'm just vacuuming. I'm listening to music. And I just get this feeling that I need to turn around. So, I turn around, and there's a guy standing there. And he just looked like a teacher, but not one that I recognized in the whole yeah. school, you know? And he was wearing, I remember exactly what he was wearing. He was wearing, like, a plaid shirt that was blue and green. And he had definitely, like, a receding hairline. Yeah. And it was white. And he just, like, he was just standing there and just looking at me. And it, like, took a while for my brain to register that there was some, like, someone there. Yeah. So I just turned away. And then I'm like, oh, wait, hold on a second. Turned back, completely gone. And he was, like, pretty far into the room. And, like, you, you would think if some teacher walked into the room to see me, they would say something. Yeah. You know? Nothing. He was instantly gone. Did you, like, go out in the, like, uh-huh. I went out, so I, first of all, I kind of just stood there and was like, did that really just happen? What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so I turned the, turn the, the, the vacuum off, and I go into the hallway. No one's mm. there. It's quiet. Dead. And I was like... Hi, I'd like to change areas, please. <laughs> it was, it was, I wouldn't say it was terrifying. It was just very uneasy. It was a yeah. very uneasy feat. Like, oof, it was, yeah, I didn't like it. Ugh. Ghosts, man, they're real. Oh, yeah, they they're are. Real. Like, I've heard a lot of stories, but anyway. Anyway, continue. Sorry, we got a little sidetracked. No, it, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> okay, so. So, let's see. Okay, so. Going back, so we, oh. we're talking about dogs. Yes, UFOs yeah. and stuff like the that. The dogs 
freaking, freaking out because yes. we were talking about how animals are very um, susceptible and, to that. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, um, they also would see blue orbs float around multiple times. Um, and <clears throat> what was the last straw and made the family finally leave <laughs> the ranch dealt with these orbs. So, Mr. Sherman saw one of these orbs and decided to set his three blue healer dogs on the orb. Oh. Yeah, so he's like, go get it. <laughs> and so, you know, they would chase, they chased after it. Okay. Um, the orb would duck away from the dogs and, you know, start drawing the dogs further and further away from the ranch. <gasps> no, not the doggies. So. Don't, when, please don't take all their insides out of their ass. So when they were out of sight, he heard his dogs yelp in pain. Oh, see, they did. So he was frightened. So, uh, Mr. Sherman just, he's like, he didn't go after him. He was just like, peace out and well, go to bed. No. Yeah. He's not a loyal owner. Yeah, he just, he just. I would have booked it out there. Yeah, not my just, doggies. Right? No. I wouldn't even let my dog get that far. No way. I don't even Ooh. let my dog get far when I see them, Ooh, like, that, in front mm-hmm. of me. I'm like. Nope. When I have them outside, if I see them running, I'm like, get the fuck back here. <laughs> I don't say it out loud like that, because <laughs> I, I have neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But. Wait, you don't live in a ranch, too? <laughs> no. No, I don't have that kind of money. Oh, it does anymore. <laughs> right? Anyway. So, anywho, so, yeah, he went back home, and he's just like, maybe I'll just return home. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. So, he, you he's know. such a bad owner. So, he waited till the morning, and they weren't home, yeah. obviously. Yeah. And so, he went oh. out to search for them, and he found, <gasps> when he went out, he found three circles in the middle with black goo in it. What? So the color of his dog. What? <laughs> and this is what, what he believed was left of his dogs. <gasps> like goo? Yeah, just black, like, circle, like, burnt circles in the ground with black goo in it. What the heck? Yeah, it was three of them, so just, you know, his... I'm sorry, can I just... <laughs> what is that? That's what they heard. They heard the noises. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what I the just, I had to. Fuck? That's been stuck in my head this whole podcast. No, it's all good. <sighs> so yeah, so that was the last straw for them. Okay. So he, you know, that was all left of his dog. So he's just like, that's so sad. So he told the family, we're peacing out of here. It's time to leave. They should have left the moment they got there. Right. <laughs> um. So they dealt with the, the incidents for two years. So they Two moved years? in 1994 and moved out in 1996. Oh, man. So I that's a long time. Yeah, that's a long ass time. To deal with aliens, I guess? Yeah, aliens, skinwalkers, poltergeists. That's... Fuck. What the heck? Right? <laughs> how did, like, how coincidental that they experienced all three of those types of hauntings, I guess. Yeah. Oof. And it's in Utah, so, you know, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> So, in 1996, the property was purchased by billionaire and UFO uh, enthusiast Robert Bigelow. (laughs) That's a funny UFO enthusiast who happens to be a billionaire. That's what it said. (laughs) Okay. Um, He purchased the ranch for $200,000. He used it to conduct his own experiments and to study the ranch and its otherworldly connections. Um, he made the ranch the home of a paranormal research group called the National Institute of Discovery of Science, also called NIDS, <laughs> until 2004. It huh. was then replaced by the Bigelow Aerospace Advanced Space Studies. 
And then in 2016, the ranch was then sold for $4.5 million. Holy shit. Yeah, so first they bought the ranch. It doesn't say how much they first bought the ranch to Sherman's. It doesn't uh-huh. say how much. But then they sold it for 200000 200000 now it's $4, four million. Yeah, $4.5 million. Good lord. Um, they sold it to Adamantium Holdings, a shell corporation of unknown origin. <laughs> um, like I mentioned before, the road to the ranch is closed and guarded. So you can't get on there. Yeah. So what is being done on the ranch now is unknown. Really? Yeah, they have, you know, because, like I said, the Shell Corporation of Unknown Origin just bought it in 2016, and no one's allowed on it, and they don't know what's going on. Well, I found our next field trip. Right? Bring the binoculars. <laughs> right? <laughs> I know, I really want to go there. That would so be can, really cool. You know, kind of experience it. Oh, yeah. But, so like I mentioned before, we're going to go over... The entities that have been seen and the oh. probability of seeing them. I type, I started typing it up. I was like, this is way too much time. I'm just going to go to the website. We'll discuss it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. So much easier. So the first one that shows is called the spotlight. And you can see it kind of looks like a array or oh, how would you looks, describe it? Uh, kind like of a spotlight. Looks, yeah, kind of, it looks kind of like a, a lighthouse light shining into yeah, yeah. Okay. shining to the darkness okay so this this thing is called the spotlight um the frequency or the chance of seeing it is 46 percent oh so mm-hmm. okay that's i guess that's pretty high and by the way the pictures i show you these aren't like the exact pictures of it yeah yeah obviously but anyhow um it usually lasts about 10 to 15 minutes or 10 seconds to 15 minutes um and it seems Seems, seems to be machine-like and is able to read minds. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I just, that stuff just, that's where I draw the line. Like, that's the whole tinfoil on the head thing. I'm just yeah. not about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, so no. it seems to be some sort of observation sentry-type vehicle. At times it seems to ignore the witness or not be able to locate your position. Other times it will directly beam the spotlight immediately upon the witness's location. Um, this phenomenon type will interact if it spots you. <gasps> By the way, this is all coming from Skinwalker Ranch's website. Oh, they have a website. Yeah, skinwalkerranch.org. Interesting. Okay. So, this is where I'm getting it from. Um, the next one is drones, which you kind of... Saw, oh, flash drone, sorry. <laughs> I was like, uh, oh. It just looks like a ball of light. Okay. Um, so it's a pulsating, a spherical ball of light. The light appears bluish to a yellowish green. Um, the light it casts is not extremely bright, but will cast light on objects immediately surrounding the orb. Typically, there is more than one orb um, gathered together. Um, they have the ability to hover and make no noise. Um, they don't really appear to have any physical shape supporting these orbs um oh which by the way the flash drones chance of seeing it is 25 percent. okay not bad yeah and it lasts about one to 45 minutes oh. and it seems to be artificial biological uh like intelligence oh and so it's potentially an animal like intelligence but I'm huh. like, what animal? Yeah, like, <laughs> animals have different, yeah. But I was just like, okay, whatever. Interesting. Um, 
Yeah, so the, it says that they're intelligent and purposeful, like in nature. Um, Are these the ones that the dogs chased after, I'm assuming? I, I'm going to say yes. Okay. Let me see if it shows any other orbs. No, it doesn't. Okay. So, so these are probably what the dogs saw. Okay. Were these orbs. And were obliterated by. Yeah. Um, let's see. They tend to take on a more interactive role if the observer is alone. Um, it possesses the ability to generate a state of uncontrollable panic in those targeted. Witness working in groups in a predator-prey fashion. Um, yeah. So just a little bit about that. I'm not going to read everything on here. Yeah, but yeah. So that's a little bit about the flash drones. Okay. The next one it lists is the invisible chopper, which the picture they show, it's literally like, uh, it, there's like nothing there. You barely see anything. Yeah. What the heck? So yeah, it is an invisible chopper. Apparently. <laughs> um, chance of seeing it is 5.8%. What? So <laughs> not, not a lot. No. Um, it says you can hear it coming and listen for a good time as it passes over your head and continues to its destination. And it usually lasts about three minutes. Huh. Um, and it says it's a manned aerial vehicle with exotic cloaking technology. Oh, I see. I see. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. Um, its purposes are unknown and will only make one pass over you. It will not return. Much slower than the mini stealth, which is what we're going to talk about next. Um, let's see. Oh my god, Star Trek. What? That's what I'm thinking about. Oh, the mini stealth? No, or... like, just like, that's who's coming to visit us. They have all the cool oh. technology. <laughs> okay, got it. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> um, so it's also heard coming from the south and flying to the north. Sounds like it is oh a mere... Gosh, they're migrating. Right? <laughs> Sounds like it's a mere 50 feet above your head. Oh, okay. Um, the noise sounds like a large helicopter blade slowly rotating around. That's why it's probably called Invisible Chopper. Um, uh. And it says, I stress even in clear daylight, nothing can be seen. It is completely invisible. No smell detected. Seems to fly low and immediately over your head. Sounds to be large. You heard it here, folks. The government is, uh, they're on the move. Right? They're on the move. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so then the next is the mini stealth, which looks like a little fighter plane-ish. Oh, my hell. It's just, well, the picture, it looks like it's a, it looks like it's, it's a, a shadow of a air, like a paper airplane. Yeah, kind of. So, so this one, oh, hold up. There we go. So, chance of seeing it is 7% chance. Huh. Um, due to its fast nature, it can only be seen for a short period, perhaps 5 to 10 seconds. And so, it is described as a miniature version of a stealth fighter. Um, similar to the stealth fighter in shape, but roughly only 8 feet long by 6 feet wide. How did they get this as this much information if they can only see it for 10 seconds. Right? <laughs> well, NIDS is doing all this, you know. Uh -huh. This is what they're saying. Interesting. So, well, that's my guess. I'm sure it's not the Shermans. Well, from what I read and researched, the Shermans kind of helped with the investigations with NIDS for a little bit. Okay. Um, but they completely moved off the ranch, but Mr. Sherman would come in sometimes and help. Oh, okay. 
<clears throat> but anywho, so it says it flies extremely fast, as we kind of pointed out. Um, all black in color and no exhaust scene. Um, will perform aerobatic maneuvers at times and typically fly, flies over the heads of witnesses. Well, obviously, any plane's going to fly over your head. <laughs> no, it's going to go right through you. <laughs> <laughs> Cut you in half. You're going to be like that elephant, just cord out. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't like that. Uh, I'm just kidding. Anywho, but this one says it will only make one pass as well over the observer. Oh, I see. So, the next one is the Bulletproof Wolf. So, we kind of talked about this guy before. So, they believe this is kind of like the Skinwalker, I believe Okay. Oh, no. What? Yeah, no. Yes. I'm trying to look at this, see if it says Skinwalker anywhere on this list, but Probably not. Anyway, so the Bulletproof Wolf. Um, chance of seeing it is 15%. Okay. Um... Usually is there two to five minutes and will leave eventually. Um, it says this is a dire wolf-like creature and has long, dirty, mangy, gray-black hair. Has a proud, intimidating, and intense-like presence. At this time, I am unsure if it is hostile or friendly. My impression was neither more majestic and to be feared in nature. Okay. So. So that was not really... You just see it, but it doesn't really do anything to you. Yeah. Um, it has a penetrating stare, but is unable, unwilling to communicate verbally or physically. Hmm. Um, and they said, it is my personal belief that the wolf is the solid manifestation of whatever intelligence is on the ranch. It is a biological form taken to directly, physically interact on the three-dimensional plane we exist on. It has a curious demeanor and maybe a shape taken by, for whatever reason to directly inspect an observer. Huh. So, yeah, Skinwalker. A little bit. Okay, the next one, this one was interesting. Okay. And it kind of made me think, not gonna lie, it made me think of God and Jesus, or Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ. Okay. And you'll see why I say it. Um, so the next, they're called the controllers. Okay. Um, 50% chance of hearing, 1.3% chance of seeing. Oh, so you hear it more than you see it. So... What sounds like two adult males speaking to one another in an unknown language? This is why. I'm like... It's strange. Yeah. That's why I'm like, it kind of feels like Heavenly Father and Jesus uh, Christ. Why'd like, it have to be two males? No. Just kidding. <laughs> well, why couldn't it be two females? No. Why because... isn't it a female with a low voice? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's me. <laughs> you don't... Don't assume it's gender. Yeah. 2019. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, anywho. So... These two males are typically invisible and usually overheard speaking about 20 feet above one's head. They are speaking in a Native American-like dialect. The assumption is that they are speaking about the individuals below them. They sound as if they are speaking through a walkie-talkie-like voice um, or would sound like what a voice would sound through a radio. It sounds like if there is a mechanical medium through, like, a medium through with the speak emits. That's how it's worded. That sounds weird. Anywho. Huh. <laughs> these are stories from the other witnesses who have seen the visible version of these two, and they have described as human in appearance. Another reason why I'm like, huh. it reminds me of Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ. Yeah. 
But, anywho. Um, they make no attempt to directly communicate with the witnesses, and even their conversation may be accidentally overheard. Once recognized, the speech will promptly disengage. Interesting. Yeah, so they appear to coincide with the flyover of the invisible chopper, um, and they're heard speaking to one another after the chopper chopper has flown over. Huh. And sometimes they the voices can be heard after the flash drones as well. So. Okay. But yeah, and then oh, I forgot to show you the pictures of the controllers, even though it's just one person. But it looks like a person in a weird shaped. UFO. Like, that is so strange. Triangle with I, I couldn't spikes. even explain this image if I wanted to. Yeah, it's. It, go to skinwalkerranch.org. Oh, so strange. And click on the the entities and you can see the images. Ugh. They're really weird. That's, yeah, that is really weird. So next is the Traveler, um, which is a picture of a, a, a Native American or Indian. Okay. Um, and with this one, there's a 2% chance of seeing it, seeing them in the physical form, 5% chance of making contact via non-corporal means. Okay. That means, uh, not having a, a body, per se. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. I was like, uh. Yeah. So, um, an ancient-looking Native American dressed in primitive attire he and his tribe once lived on the Skinwalker Ridge Cliffs and Upper Canyons, just northeast of the ranch house, where their bodies are rumored to be buried. Um, he is said to have lost his family and entire tribe to the Sky Beast, which came out of a bright light. He wears the skins of animals and resides within them as he travels uh, travels about the ranch property. These include the wolf, the coyote, and the eagle. As a result of his contact with an alien um, interdimensional presence on the ranch, he now resides on the ranch and nearby properties as a um, ethereal ghost-like figure alive, yet not so in the context that modern science understands. Ooh. Yeah. So it says that he's usually there one minute to two hours in duration. Um, he appears both physically and seen transforming into animals, which makes me think he might be a skinwalker, too. Yeah. But um, he has the ability to visit the witness in the home and appear to them while placing them in a trance-like state. He can also be channeled via Ouija board-like formats. I have a Ouija board. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> that's one I'm not going to fuck with. <laughs> yeah, so... That's a little bit about the Traveler. Um, but yeah, sometimes it says it seems like he's translucent. Um, but yeah, so there's a little bit about him. And then this one, is the next one's called the Dark One, and it says likely the same figure as the Traveler. Okay. Um, so there's this picture of a Native American who looks fucking evil. Has like... Oh well, Native American turning into like a wolf or something. Yeah, like kind of like a werewolf. Because <laughs> if you look at his feet, like they look like werewolf feet, and he's got yeah, claws. He's got claws. Anyhow, Ooh, um, there's a point zero three chance of seeing, so very rare. Okay. Um. So described by both past uh, residents to the ranch and witnessed by current researchers who had close encounters. Um. This. Ignom I can't say that. Ignamatic? Oh my gosh. 
Anywho, this figure <laughs> seems out of place with the bizarre alien nature of the phenomena. He is described as male, always being alone, and appears to be a primitive Native American, possibly Fremont or Pueblo. Um, possible Aztec in origin, he does not speak, appears to be residing outside of our known timeline, and, and even appears surprised sometimes. So he, he it seems like he was somehow transported through time, and this is what I gather from what I've heard from other people is like, because it says like, it, it says, appears to be residing outside of their unknown timeline. Okay. And appears surprised at times. So it's like he traveled through time, and he's in our time now, and he's confused because he doesn't understand. Interesting. So that's kind of like how, you know, he is. <laughs> huh. Um, he is likely a human shaman um, and may still be a human, um, but albeit trapped in a separate timeline, alternate reality, seems to be powerful and feared by the other entities. Oh. Which is kind of weird. Um, and it's also possibly serves to be the gatekeeper to the phenomena and the portals, which we'll get to the portals in a minute. Oh. Um, yeah. So. He's the one that opens them. Not right? I don't know. <laughs> the next one is the little girl. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. There's always a little girl in it. You know, there's always a little girl. It's just like a normal picture of like a creepy oh. little girl. Oh, okay. Entity with no feet. Lame. <laughs> um, it doesn't show a percent of chance of Seeing, seeing it, it just says unknown. So it'll just be really quick. It just says a disembodied voice of a little girl has been heard by several investigators. Um, they have not experienced this, so details will be minimal. Voice described as an adolescent female speaking to herself or to the witness. Uh, voice is extremely soft and difficult to hear. Her origin and background is unknown. Um, has been heard around different parts of the ranch. Um, yeah, that's basically all it is, and just saying that it seems like she's a ghost. Okay. So, that's it. Uh, next is Firef Firefly Sprites. What? Yeah, and it just shows pictures of fireflies. Okay. So, I'm like, okay. Um, 30% chance of seeing, five minutes to two hours. Seems like natural earth light, so it's tiny balls of bluish light which seems to spawn from the ground and flow upwards, similar in appearance to seeing stars if you hyperventilate. Oh. Oh, I was like, if you look at the stars and start hyperventilating. <laughs> That's what, what I like. thought, too. I was like, hold on. Uh, but I was, I was like, like Wait. oh, like when you don't have enough oxygen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, that makes more sense. Anywho, they seem to dissipate as they raise about eight feet into the air, very s small and dimly lit. Huh. So, that's basically all... That was a 30% chance, right? Yeah, 30% uh, chance. Okay. So, I would just... If I saw them, I would just think, oh, it's just fireflies. But yeah. I guess they're bluish in, in light <laughs> from that. So, I mean, I've seen fireflies. They're not blue. They're... Yeah, yeah. Anywho. So, next is water babies, which freaks me the fuck out. <laughs> and even if you look at the picture, it looks creepy. Uh... Like, do you, like, hold on, let me let me get a good look at this. Okay, they're, they're fucking so creepy. they look like they have like a bunch of dots on them. Looks they like have tails. Pins. Yeah, kind of. Without the pins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and baby. They form. look like little alien babies. 
That's creepy. I don't like that. Yeah. So, there's these water, water babies. babies. Uh, 6% chance of seeing. Um, Six? Oh. Yeah. Uh, five minutes to an hour duration. So, they're known to the local Ute natives as the Pawapixed. Uh, I'm so terrible at names. That's okay. Especially when it comes to, like, native language. You can try and say it. Pawapixed. Oh, that's yeah, yeah, that's difficult. Yeah, I I'm terrible at reading. Even I'm I'm terrible at reading English, if you guys have noticed. <laughs> so reading other languages That's okay. That's fine. It's terrible. So oh. anywho. Um this entity commonly inhabits the surrounding waterways. They can be recognized by their vocalizations, which mimic the sound of a crying human baby. Which is terrible. Have you ever <laughs> I'm gonna go back to video games. This is just crazy. Well, uh, have ahead. you ever played Left for Dead? It's a zombie yes. game. Yes. It makes me think of the witch. Uh, whenever you go up close to her and you hear her, oh, she's like a little girl yeah, crying, yeah. you know, and then like the closer you get, she yeah. starts getting my agitated. Cousin used, my cousin used to play that game. That's what it makes me think of. Also, it makes me think of sirens. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but we'll get that. That's <laughs> That could be another thing that we can That's very mythological, so it's a yeah. little different, but we could. Um, anywho, so, according to local lore, once the curious bystander goes to investigate, um, they are dragged underwater to be drowned by the water baby. Yeah! There's a siren's yeah. only in baby form! <laughs> right? <laughs> the creature is said to have a humanoid form and long, dark hair, <gasps> also is the size of a small child. Are you kidding? That's a siren. Without the fins. And a baby. And a baby! <laughs> <laughs> That's details. Uh, but yeah, so... It, it's weird. Is there a lot of water around this ranch? Like, I don't see I, that in a Utah I, setting. I don't know. It, there could be creeks nearby, water... It just says waterways. Okay. Um, and so, I don't know. I would... I didn't look to see if there's, like, creeks nearby. Yeah. Uh... Skinwalker Ranch, because it's also said that it's hard to find Skinwalker Ranch on a map, because they don't try to they don't try to show where exactly where it is. Okay. Because obviously they don't want anyone there. They, yeah, I guess that makes sense. But they have coordinates for it. Oh, according to Wikipedia. Oh, okay. Oh, Adamantian Skinwalker Ranch. Okay. Um, directions. Oh, it's okay. Okay, maybe there are directions. I read a report that, like, we don't like to, you know, show where it is, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Lies. <laughs> How far away is it from here? It's three hours and nine minutes. <whistles> oh, it's by Vernal. Oh! oh okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That makes more sense. <laughs> oh, yeah, because, yeah, Uinta has that reservation that you drive through on I-40. or I Yeah, because you go through, like, oh, oh, oh. Okay, so there are a little bit... There is some water. Not a lot. Uh, I don't see a lot. Like, just a little okay, bit. Okay, the more we zoom in. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. so there's... It's not a lot, but okay. it's more like creeks and... Oh, there's a Pizza Hut nearby. Yes! <laughs> Get some Pizza Hut, drive over to the ranch. Be like, okay, we'll be back. We're, we're okay. here to, to find the controllers and the skinwalkers. <laughs> and... Don't the, mind us. The water babies. <laughs> the, the water babies. 
That's so funny to me. Okay. So the next one is the Cthulhu slug. What? Which, look at it. It's so fucking Are crazy. Are you kidding? It looks like a, a slug, a black slug with teeth. Oh my like, god. Like, um, not alien. Is it alien I'm thinking of? Uh, don't ask me. Uh, I don't like those movies. Tremors. Tremors. That's what, Tremors. Have you never heard of the movie Tremors? I used to no. watch it as a kid. It's like these giant, huge <laughs> sandworms. It has Kevin Bacon in it. Oh, really? Yeah, so it's like these huge things underneath, and they come up and Ooh. eat you. Yeah. Uh, also, it makes, makes me think of Zelda. So, I'm first I'm going to show you, like, I'm going to bring up Tremors. Okay. But yeah, it's obviously from the <laughs> 80s, I believe, because it's got Kevin Bacon. Yeah. So. What so, anywho, with the Cthulhu slug, um, not much information is known about this creature. Described as large, slimy, black, and slug-like, and or snake-like. So. <laughs> so, we have the water babies. And if they don't take you, the slugs will come and take you. Yeah. So, you know, it's fine. Because it does say this may be the same creature responsible for killing several swimmers in the nearby Bottle Hollow Reservoir. Oh, there's a reservoir? Yeah, I guess so. Okay. <laughs> Maybe that's the, uh, that kind of... Oh, uh, uh, probably. Uh, ar- not the article. <laughs> <laughs> the little part of... Body of water? Body of water, yes. <laughs> oh, man. It's getting late. It's okay. So, but yeah, so the, it's it's speculated to be a bizarre dimensional monstrosity which was has temporarily wriggled into our dimensional space. Okay. So... Um, and then there's a couple other things on here that uh, I'm just going to kind of skip over, to be honest. That's fine. People, if you want to look at it, there's Glowbirds, Orange Football, and then Sentient Mist. Oh, uh, by the way, the Orange Football looks like, um, that Spongebob episode. Oh, yes. With Squidward <laughs> and the water pack. And Spongebob puts his hands underneath the water pack and they put the flashlight up and they're like, <gasps> twins. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it reminds me of at least. Yeah, because we're looking at the pictures. If you guys couldn't guess as we were describing the pictures earlier. But yeah, I I showed her that one. And yeah. Okay, so what's (laughs) what's the last one? So the last one, I wanted to talk about this one because it's kind of been mentioned, but it's called The Portal. Mm -hmm. Um, It says on here, I have never seen this firsthand, but I have possibly seen radiation from it. Made the entire night scenery appear like daytime for 10 seconds. Very bright flash of light, which illuminated both the sky and the ground. Um, it's 2% chance of seeing. It lasts about 10 seconds. And it does say, it has been described as like a window to another world or dimension. The bright light may have been the result of di- light. <laughs> daylight in this other dimension location shining through this window into our own times or in space. Rumor has it that the orange portals emit living creatures and the blue portals allow vehicles to pass. (laughs) Um, I have another video game reference. Uh, The video game Portal. Oh, yeah. You have a portal gun and one portal's blue and one portal's orange. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so like if you go through one, you go out the other. Anyway, so that's what it reminds me of. Obviously, it's not that. Like we said earlier, this is getting way dirty, but <laughs> nope, no worries about that. It's fine. Um, but anyhow, so, um, seen west of the ranch, 500 to 1,000 feet in the sky, likely the source where strange non-native animals and intelligent entities may be entering the ranch property. So this is basically is what is bringing everything into the ranch. Huh. 
interdimensional portals. Yeah. I have to say, I don't believe in that stuff. Yeah, well... I, I don't believe in the extraterrestrial. Well, and you and I have kind of talked about this not on the podcast, is... I Like, I believe in aliens, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Like, I don't believe we're the only living things, but... Some of the things on here, I just don't quite believe. <laughs> uh, the water babies. <laughs> the Cthulhu slug. <laughs> the water babies are my favorite. Uh, I will remember them forever. Oh, yeah. For real. Like, <laughs> I remember someone talking about it on their podcast or video. And I was just like, that is, like, that is the best <laughs> thing. <laughs> the water babies. Yeah. Like... Yeah. But yeah, that's like all the entities. That's basically it about Skywalker Ranch. Skinwalker yes. Ranch. Can I just say, <laughs> when I was typing this up, every time I typed in Skinwalker, it would correct it to Skywalker. Skywalker. That's fine. I have no <laughs> issues with that whatsoever. You I, know there actually is a Skywalker Ranch. Right? Oh, I did not know yeah. that. Um, let me look it up. <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was funny. I was like, okay, well, fine. That's okay. But yeah, I'm not... Like I said, yeah, that's, that's I basically don't... it about Skinwalker Ranch, yeah, though. See, see? Uh, movie ranch and workplace of film director, writer, and producer George Lucas. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Got it. It's called Skywalker Ranch, which is awesome. If I had a franchise, I would make a ranch called whatever yeah. I made it out of. Well, then you got Neverland George Ranch. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to get into that one. No. Well, and it makes me sad because Peter Pan's my favorite. I oh, love really? Peter Pan. Yeah, I have it tattooed on me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. So, we won't get into that no. ranch, but. Uh, yeah. So, what's next week's topic? Next week is conspiracy theory. Ooh. Well, it'll actually be two, because they kind of go hand in hand together. Okay. But, it'll be good. Are these ones based in Utah as well? Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, there might be people in Utah that believe in it, but it's not based in Utah. Yeah, gotcha. No. Um, like I said in the last video, like, these are basically the only two that take place in Utah that yeah. we'll kind of cover besides Ted Bundy. Oh, yes. Which we might. Wait, going back to Ted Bundy, we talked about it last <laughs> episode, but we'll probably talk about him later on, but. We'll see. But yeah, Still so. Up in the air. Yeah. Okay, well. Yeah, so that's <laughs> it. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Um, and you'll be able to hear this on Spotify. On Anchor, I'll post this on YouTube as well. On so. all platforms. Yeah. Not all platforms. Yeah. Some platforms cost money. We're not that big enough to do it on all platforms yet. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. But we do appreciate the support and love. Um, please let us know if you guys have any um, suggestions of topics that you want to hear or if there's anything you want different for us to do in these podcasts. Yeah, for sure. So We love the input. Yeah, we really do. So, thank you again, and we'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. Bye.